Welcome to Shana's Soapbox. We're going to spend a short time delving into a topic, be it tech, business, money, or passion, and give you actions that you can take to improve your project or your life. I have to admit, I am a bit of a procrastinator, so raise your hands out there if you also are a procrastinator. I particularly procrastinate on developing content by myself. So one of the ways I've done it is to just force myself to be comfortable with a draft. This content was supposed to be put out in December as I was working on for Nyla and for Vital Up. I was taking a look back at the year that had happened, the good and the bad and the ugly, and planning out what I wanted the future to look like. If you haven't had an opportunity to really take some quiet time, I know before the holidays is actually pretty difficult to get alone time. If you're a parent, you're probably running around making sure your kids are okay, you're hosting holidays, you're wrapping gifts, you're traveling, you're worried about all the things. And then you finally get a breather for maybe two days before New Year starts up again. But January is a great time for self-reflection, navel-gazing, to be used in a productive way. It's cold out. Maybe you were burrowing already and you're working on some things. But I'd like to ask you to take some time and don't worry about being perfect or having it written well or pretty. I use notes on my phone because it turns out I actually type a lot faster. I used to try to write My handwriting is horrible. I can't even read it and I feel slowed down. So I've learned to just work in my own weird ways, which is typing notes out. I use it on my phone and on my desktop so I can just sit there and type as kind of fast as I can think. But I want to offer up these five actions for you to take to think through and maybe just bundle it into 15 minutes. Try all five in 15 minutes and see what you come up with. So have it nice and bound, put a little timer on. So in 15 minutes, you're done and you just get that first portion out, what's really at the top of your head, not overthinking it and just getting it down on paper before you make it perfect. All right, well, what is the thing I'm going to tell you to do? Number one, I would say, go through a list of what went well and what went wrong. And then if you really want to, you can add what went horribly wrong. (laughs) But what were the top 10 things, maybe the top three things that you thought were really, really great moments of the year? I think this is particularly useful to do when you're wondering sometimes I think if you're really focused on the future and you're someone who's crazy driven, you forget to pause and recognize all the wonderful things that happened in the year. You know, maybe you can translate this even to updating your resume, but I think it's a good boost to pause and really think about what were the things that were really, really wonderful. You know, we have ups and downs every day, and sometimes it seems like nothing was good, but I challenge you to think about what were the top things that went really, really well. On the other flip side of the coin, what went wrong? What were the worst moments? And call them out. Pain seems to be more acute, right? We always, they say it takes um, 
five positive things to cancel out one negative thing. What were the top things that went wrong for you? And what was like the ugly thing that you want to never, ever have happen again? So number one, what went well and what went wrong? Just write it all out. And I suggest limiting it to 10. And I say that and then I went crazy and just started writing down everything that I had. And I will tell you, honestly, I did this while I was having a pedicure. I had <laughs> I typed this out while having a pedicure. And it was really exciting uh, because I will tell you, last year professionally was very, very difficult. But it was good to pause and recognize all the goodness. As a mom, I like to do this with pictures, or I like to do this even for my life, regardless of whether I'm a mom or not. I like to look through and capture all the beauty. But if you're talking about work or some accomplishments, you can't always do that with a picture. So just write it all down, get it out of your head, get it out of your body. Now, number two is similar, but it's focused more on emotion instead of outcomes. I want you to write down where did you have the most joy and where did you have the most pain? What were moments of great, great joy for you? And what were moments of pain? And maybe these are tied to what went wrong and what went well. And maybe they're not. Maybe it's tied to in your personal life. I'll say for me, for example, my dog brings me an extreme amount of joy. And another thing that I did last year that brings me an extreme outsized amount of joy is I go on a walk with my girlfriend. Every weekend we meet up and we go on a walk together. And it's being outside, it's being with a friend, and I bring my dog, though he's crazy. And that brings me so much joy. And then what brings you pain? What is something that is really a repeated pain that you might be pushing down or trying to bundle through, but just write it down. It doesn't, I'm not asking you to come up with how to fix it right now. This is taking stock of the year. That's it. We're just looking back on the year. We're not trying to answer and solve all of our problems. Just what brought you the most joy and what brought you the most pain? Number three is a bit of a pain. <laughs> I ask you to gather up any documents, any cards, any information or material and kind of organize it. This is a good time when it's cold and you're not running around meeting people or going to parties or going to happy hours. So again, I like to bound things up so that you don't have to feel like it's a forever task or it's going to take your whole night or your whole weekend. So bound it up into 30 minutes. I'm going to sit here and put things together. And maybe, maybe if you're brave, spend a whole hour on it. But I do think it's a good time to, you know, upload your pictures, for example, somewhere. Make sure that your pictures are backed up. Make sure that any final pieces of paper or beautiful cards that you got are put away and saved. So let's officially take this time to close out the year past so that we can move on. Number four is... Let's take inventory. Let's take inventory of our balance. Now, I say this especially to people who are so driven at work and really want more and more, and maybe you're hard on yourself and you shouldn't be, but regardless, if you are working so hard to achieve something, you still need your important family relationships and you need your physical health. 
So where are you starving? Are you in balance with that? Are you making your doctor's appointments? Are you attending your doctor's appointments and not canceling them? And are you making space to just have a hobby? Maybe it's your side hustle. Maybe it's just a pure hobby. But something physical and something that's a hobby. So where are you in balance just with yourself? You cannot work all the time. You need time for physical outlet, physical strength, whatever that is. If it's walking in the park, if it's doing yoga every morning, if it's a meditation. And then you need something that brings you pure joy that isn't just watching TV. But are you doing something that is a creative hobby that really brings you? So inventory of your balance. Are you giving yourself freedom to make sure you're still working out and focusing on your physical health? And are you giving yourself time to create and have freedom to be creative and explore that side of you? Maybe that's cooking. Maybe it's getting into plants and building a garden. But whatever it is, I think sometimes too, when you are working on really, really large projects or work, or you feel like you're pushing a rock up a hill, having that hobby and having something that you own completely and that you can see a clear progress and close out has a lot of value. And number five, it might seem trite, but I will tell you in my own personal life, this has really worked for me, but what are you grateful for? So what in your life do you have the most gratitude for? Is it your job? Is it your marriage? Is it your children's health? Is it that you have an abundance of food? Is it the morning coffee that you have? Is it that you work with friends? But what are the things that not just bring you joy, but that you wake up and appreciate. And I think this exercise of focusing on gratitude is so important if you're someone who's always working to improve, if you have this list of yourself of how things could be better, if you look around the house and you could, you know, have a better rug or a better, you know, you need a new thing or it's always something. Just taking stock of all that you have and appreciating all that you have And maybe gratitude for your gifts. Maybe you have an extraordinary gift for connecting with others. Maybe you are an extreme technical talent. But stopping and appreciating not just external things or objects, but relationships. And also, what are you grateful for about yourself? What extraordinary gift do you have that you bring to the world or think that you are grateful for? So that's my recommendation is these top five reflections. Okay, and one is an activity. But number one is what went well and what went wrong. Number two is taking stock of where did you have the most joy and where was the most pain. Number three is focusing on urine cleanup. What do you have to gather up? Do you have your pictures saved? And number four is what is your personal inventory? Do you have balance between work, hobby, and physical, especially the physical, making sure that you make space to continue to give your body the strength? And it's something that you have to do as a habit. You can't work out once and call it a day. You have to build it in. And number five is your gratitude list. 
What are you most thankful for? Maybe what do you even take for granted, including yourself? So be sure that something on that list is something about yourself that you are grateful for. And I'm grateful for all of you. So thank you for listening to this first episode of Shana's Soapbox. I almost called it queen for a day. (laughs) I would love to hear your thoughts. So please reach out to me on LinkedIn and send me a message there on your thoughts of topics that should be talked about or what you would like to hear or see. But thank you so much for listening. This podcast is sponsored by Nyla Technology Solutions, an SBA certified 8A hub zone, woman-owned small business specializing in full-stack software engineering and data science services to the U.S. government. Our innovative solutions are built to match the speed of mission. For more information, partnering opportunities, and new job openings, please visit our website, www.nyla.io.